From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. They're live now. Are we? <laughs> We're live now. Hey! We are live. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning from the Hillsboro County Fair. Oh, six for six, baby. Oh, man, you got your blood all over me. Uh, we are broadcasting live out your here at the Hillsboro County now. Fair. Uh, it's happening out here off of uh, Highway 60, just a little bit east of Brandon. What's the name of this road again? Sydney Washer. Walker, Sydney Washer Road. That's it. Sydney Washer Road. And you can come on out yeah. today and enjoy... Uh, where you see stuff. the big uh, dragline bucket sitting out there at the uh, intersection of Sydney Washer and 60. Yeah, you, be ready because as soon as you turn down Sydney Washer, you're right there. You, the go right. Up, you go up the hill and bam, it's right there on the right-hand side, and, and you'll pass it every How, time. Like how's me. everybody like to say it? It's, it's, you turn right, and it's 100 yards on the right. Well, not 99, not 105. It's 100, well, 100 yards. Th- there you go. I, I don't know what's happening out here today, but I know tomorrow's the last day of it, and it's the uh, big day of the uh, Demolition Derby. That's the big one that's going to be happening tomorrow at around uh, 3 o'clock. So right after you get out of church, you can come watch Carnage. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a good time had by all. But today, I don't know, you're the auction guy. I see there's lots of there. There is going to be a – those are sheep. There's going to be a market bonanza today. And my, and, and my sister, I know, is going to come on here in a little bit and talk to us a little bit more about it because she does the steers and all that. And But there, if you want a pig, if you want a steer, if you want a lamb uh, that has been 100% raised the right way and will be awesome table fare, they will be available today. Well, so now are these? Oh, so these are for these are market. These are for eating. There are pet. market animals here to be sold. Oh, I got gotcha. you. You know, one of the things I learned at G five, I did not know this. You cannot give copper to sheep, mm-hmm. to lambs, sheep, goats. It's fine, but sheep, I did not know. And I asked uh, one of the ladies from Purina who was there. I said. How do you know if your uh, sheep has got copper in its system? How do you know if you're giving them copper? They said there's one symptom that's undeniable. And I said, what's that? It's called death. Yeah, I was about <laughs> I was to like, say. I was like, oh, oh, okay. So uh, that narrows If that their down. feet are up in the air, there's not, that's not a good sign. Yeah, they probably got copper in their feet. Yeah. But now we're out here today. There's plenty of rides for the kids, plenty of stuff to do. Of course, there's always lots of good eats out here happening out here at the Hillsborough County Fair. Every year they always have something good. They got the big old Ferris wheel, and I'm sure there's a titty whirl out here somewhere. Rodeo's going on. Rodeo, Rodeo. that's right. Rodeo's going on. Uh, I saw talked to some folks yesterday at G5. They were picking up tickets there, uh, which you can do. I guess there's still some available there. If you're on your way here, you can stop in there and pick them up on the way. And uh, they were coming out for the rodeo today. So there's lots of stuff to do, lots of stuff for the kids. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be nice and sunny. Uh, it'd be better if the weather that's coming on Monday was here today, but uh, and, it is what and, it is. And the fun part for me is, is as soon as we get done with the show at 10 o'clock, my daughter's showing her heifer. Yeah. Wait, are you going to buy it? Or are you just going to just No, we've, let her already, we've already bought it. <laughs> not selling it, dude. <laughs> Double dipping, man. Daddy. We already own it. Daddy, why don't you buy it again? 
Uh-oh, but no, no, these aren't. <laughs> this this one's not. This one's going home with us. So it is. Yeah, this is a beef show. So what? it's bulls and heifers. Oh, so that one's. This is actually showmanship. So that me. one's not for market. No. Oh. Well, there goes that whole theory. No, this is uh, this is for showmanship purposes. Well, anyway, as you can probably tell by listening to the show, uh, Randy Pax is here. He's Let's down there fishing the, today. He's at yes. the. Uh, He's at the end of the table, far, far away. Uh, Jonathan is here. Carlos texted us all earlier. Somewhere. I'm running late, but uh, I am on my way. So he's, hey, he's on his way. Breakfast is here. right there on the table, so oh, y'all yeah. help yourselves. And uh, Glenn uh, came into G5 yesterday to inform me that he was not going to be here today, or Bill George. And apparently, I thought something was going on because, you know, he was there to pick up one of the carts. Uh, that he was having repaired, so I figured, bye, he's going to be up, you know, going out, going to yeah. Panasonic <clears> hunting <throat> up there. And then uh, this morning, Brandy Pack's trucking out, man. Look at this nice lizard Glenn got this morning already. I was like, what? what? It must oh, be Bill's because then uh, Glenn commented on it, so it must be Bill George's. So Bill lizard. George is out gator hunting. Yeah, of course. It's still gator season, man. They're out there in droves in Kissimmee Whoa. last weekend. Man, they were, they were pulling out their I- big – uh, big old boats, and they all had the airboats, and they had everything. And I saw Bill George stuff everywhere. Well, <laughs> I, was like, I might be telling on him, but I heard a rumor that Glenn's getting ready to go to Illinois. Oh, uh, that you know he is getting ready. That's right. Uh, next weekend, weekend mm. after, I don't, I don't remember. I, I had a very reliable source that stopped into the shop last night to uh, get some last minute details worked out because mm-hmm. you know. Hunters never nothing ever happens to your stuff like two weeks before you leave. It always happens like two days. Of course it does. And so let's just say I heard from a reliable source that I think Glenn and them are heading north on Monday. This coming Monday, I believe so. Why he failed to mention that part as well. Uh, (laughs) As you can probably tell, also that we are here broadcasting from the Hillsborough County Fair. That none of us hit the Powerball last night. Uh, because if said Powerball had been won, we'd all be on a private jet, probably heading somewhere like, I don't know, Chama, Alaska, you know, I don't know. Might be my time to go kill a giraffe. I, I don't know. A giraffe? Yeah, just, no, I would just probably so I, stay away from that country right now. I just want to go shoot a giraffe so I could just, you know, make it onto ABC News of all the harassment and stuff. So it'll be fun. <laughs> but guess what? You're rich enough. You don't care. That's right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. And then there'll really be a big surprise when I tell them it was a taxidermy one, and it was actually from the film set left over from uh, when they filmed uh, Ace Ventura out on the Triple Seven Ranch out in Texas. So <laughs> jokes on you. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of like the T Rex one. I love the tri- or Triceratops. You know, that's floating around that shows one oh, of the, the Trump yeah, I mean, boys. Yeah. You know, and then they interview the people saying, what do you think about, you know, Trump's son going out and killing the very last draft? Yeah, it's typical. See, I mean, they don't care. It's like, really? Okay. You didn't pay attention to school very well. So uh, I, didn't win the, I didn't win the Powerball. Just don't go there no, that Powerball's early. Powerball's tonight. <laughs> It was the Mega Millions. Whatever it was, night. I don't know. Yeah, what the $1 billion dollars was last night that uh, they said if nobody wins it, it's going to go to $1.6. $1.6 billion dollars thank goodness you live in the state of florida where there is no state income tax as long as andrew gillum doesn't get elected Amen, and, you brother. Get, and you get to keep all that money because if you were in new york or california out of that 1.6 billion i think you get to keep 20 bucks 
After, yeah. After taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the breakdown on a radio show yesterday somehow or another, and I was like, you know, you're like, eh, I want a billion dollars. The one, the one and you I get was, to keep a lousy $200 million of it. Yeah, what? I was about to what? say it was 900 and yeah. something, and they're like, so you take the lump sum, that's you take the lump, that's 500 and something million dollars. Then after taxes, you're looking at like 370-something million dollars. I mean, I'm not going to scoff at $200 million. <laughs> I mean, but if, you, if if I have to, okay, I'll take the <laughs> $370 million. I will try my hardest to make, make it. You yeah. know, I mean, I would probably have to build a house, a closet the size of my house, to accommodate my wife's shoes and purse purchases <laughs> after that. But... Hey, we're all good. Oh, uh, we can dream. Uh, we can dream. I, you know, I just I thought about it. And I remember uh, when this last big one. Hate to get off topic, but when we got the last big one got hit, uh, you know, they announced somebody's name or something, and it was kind of like, oh, well, it wasn't me, so I don't care. But really, technically, seriously, can you imagine if you actually won one point six billion dollars and took the annuity? Because in, in reality, uh, you get know, if you, money. if you get more money and uh, as you just pointed out, you're going to get enough to live on. Trust me. You're, it's, you're it's, setting your family. One of them, a guy made a comment yesterday. You're setting your family up. That's your set generation. Yeah, that's what the guy said yesterday. He said, done the right way, which is true. You're setting up generations of your family. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking from now until uh, Jesus comes back where yeah. nobody's going to have to work. But now the funny thing is. Oh, they'll be working, but they'll be working on my cattle ranches, my tree farms, oh. my, you know. <laughs> now, yeah, well. You what go, are you doing today? We're going to go put up new deer feeders. That's what we're doing today. Well, you got to kind of do it, you know, the old-fashioned way. You know, just because I made it don't mean you get to keep it. So exactly. So it's one of those things. Uh, but I just thought, can you imagine how your life would have to change? You'd have to move. You couldn't, I mean, you couldn't be in your house. I mean, uh, there was they a, would find you. There would be a thousand people a day knocking on your front door asking for money. It'd be a motorhome, and you just have to keep moving. Really? There's a, that'd be the smartest way to do it, right just there. Just keep moving. Go get you. Go get you a Prevost bus. Yeah. That has internet on it and everything else, and just hire some dude. What are you talking about? I couldn't live at my house. Oh my gosh, dude! You, there you, would be a fence with sharpshooters rolling around my place. Okay, no, yeah, you, go you, ahead, bother me. Come on, go ahead, yeah, you, go ahead. Doesn't matter. I mean, go ahead. Texting you, they'd be emailing. Go you, ahead. Let me tell you. Hey, let me put it to you this way: all those fine, trained, awesome military people that we have in this country, I would employ every one of them mother truckers. Go ahead, bother me. <laughs> Mess with my family. <laughs> well, you know, but the thing is, is. Uh, like even look at Glenn Beck. He spends a million dollars a year oh, just yes. on security and all that stuff. No, you know they don't shoot everybody. You just got it. You 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 would literally have to change everything uh, about your entire lifestyle. You couldn't you couldn't live the way that you do. There's there's no way. It would, and it's it sad. Would all yeah. be over. It's sad. It would all be over. And uh, I think I think Randy Pax has got the greatest idea. You jump in an RV and say, Hey, try to find me, man. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, they had a. Keep going in the woods. Keep they had the they had a exactly. lawyer. <laughs> they had a lawyer on last night, and I saw, and I'm trying to remember what hunting personality that did it, but they made this little parody of the the redneck before and the redneck after he won the lottery and stuff like that. And like you said, it makes it to where the guy's living in a trailer and he's got the beat up pickup truck and everything else and then the next thing you see he's got like a pickup truck for every day of the week and sure the double wide got a few improvements made to 
<laughs> got a truck for every day of the week, but we're still wearing the same underwear. For yeah, exactly. No, I'm just kidding. All right, we got to take a break. We're broadcasting live this morning from the Hillsborough County Fair. We're at the uh, fairgrounds right off of Highway 60 and Sydney Washer Road. Is that right? Yes, yeah. sir. I got it right. Yeah. That a boy. Go back north, and we're right here on the right-hand side. Uh, we're in back in the uh, agricultural barn, but uh, I don't remember. What time did gates open up? 7, 7 o'clock? 8 o'clock? Seven, I don't know. I'll, I'll get that, and we'll get back to you when we come back. Well, uh, We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors, who, by the way, are out here today. And, of course, our good friends over at Brandon Ford. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live out here at the Hillsborough County Fair. Listen, I wanted to remind everybody, our good friends over at Liberty Outdoors, they know that you go out there and you try to buy a cooler, especially one that's built to last or to keep ice fresh for days. You know, these days that can be a pretty expensive investment, and that's why Liberty Outdoors built the Justice Series of durable, roto-molded, hardcore coolers that will actually keep ice longer, they're built tougher, and they cost way less than other similar coolers. Liberty Outdoor Coolers come in seven different models from the 20 quart to the big 110, and that one actually has wheels on it, and they come in just about any color, including camo, which are really awesome looking. And if you want a premium cooler, but you don't want to spend those premium dollars, then Liberty Outdoors is the cooler that you and your friends are going to want. If you look at them and you see them, I'm telling you, you're going to want one, especially when you see the price. It's like half of what one of those other any coolers look like. I mean, seriously. So go out, go today, go to uh, libertyoutdoors.us and check out all their products. And don't forget, they also got those kayaks and those uh, dual kayaks so that your mama and your kids can get out there and go paddle around on a crazy day like today. Yes. I saw that Glenn uh, texted another picture. So he is in the woods today. Yes. And then, uh, so Glenn is in the woods, and Bill is on the water. Yes. Yes. And we're out here feeding mosquitoes. Yeah, that sounds fair. They're feeding mosquitoes in a good way. And Carlos, bless his heart, is lost on somebody's road somewhere off of Sydney Washer. So, for heaven's sakes, don't freak out if you live there. Don't shoot at him. If you see a Suburban. Yeah. With a Spanish-looking gentleman in the front seat. Don't freak out. It's Carlos. Do not shoot him. He may, wait, he may be in his wife's car. I don't know. Or wait, he might be driving his little, uh, the little work tiny, car. Yeah, the little car. Okay. Yeah. Okay, if you see a large Spanish gentleman in a small car, don't shoot him. <laughs> no, he's not Spanish. He's Cuban. He's Cuban. Sorry. Gosh. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, don't freak out. He's not down there trying to do a drug deal. Sorry, excuse. Uh, sorry, excuse me. I'm, you know, I've heard of talk of an Irish guy that's calling himself Spanish this week, so I got confused. Oh yeah, he's uh, what is he? Deto, Spreto, Sprepo, Scrabby. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, anyway, Randy Pax is here uh, from his uh, hiatus, otherwise known as retirement, and uh, he's been doing a lot of fishing these days, getting out as much as he can out there, playing around on his Tenera. little his little John boat that he has. No. What's that thing called? A Phoenix. Yeah, 19, that's it. 225. Yeah, he calls it the uh, Phoenix 19, 225, but really it's like a 12-foot John boat that he just painted to look like one. Yeah, and you and your kids jumped all over it. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I almost fell out of that thing like 20 times. That's because you let your son try to use the 
trolling motor right under your feet, man. No, it'll make you fall over. It's because that little aluminum boat is so narrow. Yeah. I mean, if you take hey. one foot, yeah, it's you okay. wear a size yeah. 10 shoe, you'll fall off the side. Yeah, it's okay if you got a uh, – it's all right. Go ahead, Barrett. This is only like an 80 horse, you know, 80-pound thr- thrust trolling motor. What could, What's the worst that could happen? If he put Throw an that in the water. Yeah. If he put an 80-pound – Don't turn it on five. <laughs> if he put an 80-pound thrust – trolling motor on the front of that little john boat we could ski on the back of it he would make a wake we could ski we could slalom ski back there it would be awesome mm-hmm. no i'm just joking he really does have a phoenix mm-hmm. that he did yeah, not yeah. that he did he not win in the trophy He's bass thingy by the way he just bought it during his retirement gift to himself yes that was 35 years of long working years that i treated myself to the to the boat so you could and save up for it yeah, you have to. It's be- and then ask it's mom expensive. for permission to buy it. Yes. <laughs> well, when you stop paying for all the kids' cars, you, you, you have go. a little extra left over. Oh, so you, yeah, can, you got, you got some extra, boat money. Yeah, you got boat money. <laughs> got a little extra gas money. So how are things out of Tenerock? Have you been Tenerock's, slaying them? Tenerock's been great. I've got two or three No red places. tide? No. No, but they did have some algae bloom and some fish kill earlier in the summer. So Wait a minute. Was, how, did that, some, how did that get in there? It's nowhere near Big Sugar. No, but it's <laughs> it happens just because of a turnover. Turnover? You know, yeah, when the lake Somebody turns dropped over, a turns McDonald's over. turnover in there and uh, it caused a... No, no, no. I the lake let, turns let, over. Oh. Explain, yeah, explain, explain this to people, please. Well, cause the, the inversion. The right? inversion, when the the hotter water is on the top and then it, the it, colder water comes up, it turns over and explain, it brings all it, that nutrients out of that bottom and some of it kills some fish. Yeah. Explain this to the people who I tried to explain it to at the shop who told me that I'm just an uh, agriculturalist that no matter what is always going to stick up for ag and ag's to blame for everything and blah, blah, blah as they're chewing on their steak. You so, know, I, uh, I, I had this conversation with a gentleman of uh, Latino descent yesterday who was vehemently believes that if it wasn't for Lake Okeechobee, there would be no red tide on the west coast of Florida. No, they have nothing to do with each well, other. Well, you know what? It's it's like dealing with a, a liberal over a burrito. There's just no. <laughs> don't don't make no, my head hurt this early in the morning, just, please. I don't care what you give them. They're just not going to digest it and 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 even go, well, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I never, I never looked at it to that quote, way. To quote Graham Allen. What happened to the part of this country where we can agree to disagree? Well, even so, it's it's not just the disagreement. If you have the actual truth and knowledge exactly. about it, they, they still doesn't want they don't want to hear it. I mean, whatsoever. To him, he's a spear fisherman. He, he does a lot of stuff offshore. Now, here's what's funny: brought up Goliath Grouper, kill them all. You know, you know they're horrible out there. He said, you know, we went down. Wait, they originally wait, from I thought Cuba. they were extinct. No. <laughs> or I thought they were like those red, those those red. Uh, what what were they snappers? Because I mean they're so rare yeah. that you, they're so rare you don't see very many of them. I'm just sitting. I wasn't used to seeing them. You I know. think that they're only still in like fish tanks in zoos somewhere. Okay. But uh, he was originally from Cuba, and they had a solution when they went out there, and the Goliath grouper took over, and the uh, lobster population plummeted down to almost absolute zero. You couldn't even go find him anymore. Uh, they turned their ire and found out who was doing all the eating and went out and started eating the eater. So the, I, th- I think oh. he said you were allowed one or two Goliaths per year, and they would go out, and they said once the Goliath numbers started falling out, all of a sudden 
No, lobsters. there's lobsters everywhere. The, the, there's the, lobsters uh, everywhere. Wait a minute. You mean the ecosystem brought it brought balance back? I, I, some somehow, some way, somebody with a power head changed everything. You mean you mean to tell me that that in an ecosystem where they control the predators and there's enough for everybody? Yeah. No, apparently not. Oh, sorry. Uh, but uh, speaking of predators, I don't know if you saw it, but my buddy uh, Dean had a post on his Facebook page. It's all over the place. It was the the uh, monster rattlesnake that went across the golf course down there at Mangrove Bay Golf Course on 62nd Avenue in St. Petersburg. Jeez. Yeah, and, uh, that I, I've heard people. He's pretty good. I've heard people say like, "This thing was like 10 feet long, man. I mean, it was so. I mean, I, it was huge. It was it had to be a 12 footer." And then it's because the only perspective you has have is the grass that's on it. Then when right. you finally do see somebody's hand go into the picture, you're like, oh, that's about a six-footer, yeah. six, seven-footer, big, fat boy. It's all good. It's yeah. like that alligator at Circle B Bar. The pe- person who took the picture was, like, way down underneath of him. And that path, they said it was, you know, like the size of a road. No, it's like the size of less than a golf cart Yeah, <laughs> is, is where he was one side to the that other. Was like That's why he looked so big. Yeah, it's a yeah. 15-foot alligator. Can uh, you imagine? No, no, it's no. not. Uh, but speaking of uh, predators, talking back with Randy Pex, uh, after the algae bloom, everything's all good, tin of rock. Have you been slaying the bass? I, I found three places where I've just killed them. I mean, I pretty much got into the, the spot, and I caught my fish. I caught like five in a row and saw these other guys coming down, and they said, we haven't caught anything. And I said, okay, you can have the spot. And the guy catches a four-pounder right behind me. I said, oh, I'm not doing that again. But yeah, You foolish I, mortal. That's as bad as saying, no, Jonathan, well, here's my tree stand. It's well, fine. Kid with him and stuff. You know, you kind of want to – you know, keep it going and oh, he let him it. be happy he, about he it. Used yeah. He used the kid routine on you. Yeah. So okay. I said, okay, you can have the spot. And they caught a bunch of fish there, too. The and kid, then I found the, another one. So I was in good shape. I didn't, didn't worry didn't, about it. You didn't keep one of those who, fish at who, all. Who was it no, said that to me the other day? The kid routine where they, they pull up says, well, he'd really like to catch a fish. And you look back and the he kid's would. the kid's playing on his phone on a video game or something like that. Yeah. Hadn't even touched a pole or a rod the whole time. <laughs> Are we still out here? I want to go by McDonald's, Dad. Well, I've had them be the other way, too, and say, hey, you got a kid with you. You want to want this rattle trap and be able to catch them because they're right out of your school? And the guy goes, no, we're trying to catch dinner. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Keep catching your little specks and all that stuff. And that's yeah. that, There's nothing wrong with that, Randy. I, I know. I just said. But, you know, if he wanted to catch a bass because he wasn't catching any specks. I still I, I still don't. <laughs> I still don't understand the whole concept of catch and release on bass. They just taste too good. I really, you know. Well, I can keep a couple from where I go, but uh, between the wife and I, it has to be a pretty good size one, and they only let you keep them if they're under 16. So. Yeah, so you get like 53 of them, and no, you're you going to make a good two. Oh, well, then I'm done. Nah. Yeah. So That's I go to Kissimmee if I want to catch food to eat. Now you know why we, we fish salt water, because you get one good decent red, that's equal to at least, what, six bass. So you're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a break. It is the big and wild outdoors. The sun is coming up. It's going to be a beautiful morning. Glenn just sent a picture. He and his daughter are out doing some muzzleloader today. Good luck for them. I hope they get a big giant monster buck. It'd be awesome to get that during yes. the show. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and our good and faithful friends out there at Brandon Ford. Stop in and say hi to them today. I don't know if this itching is for mosquitoes or just because I'm something. I don't know. 
We are broadcasting live this morning out here at the Hillsborough County Fair. It's the old fairgrounds off of Highway 60 and I, you know Sydney what? Washer Road. I know it's Sydney Washer Road, but uh, where I grew up in uh, Texas, there was Tomball Waller Road, and I keep wanting to say Sydney Waller Road. I, I, it's in my brain. I want to say Waller Road, and it's it's not it, of course. And again, somewhere, if you see him, please direct Carlos to just keep going around the fairground <laughs> until he comes around to the backside. No, of- he saw the building, and he's parking and he's coming and i he already called he's, oh yeah he's probably parking somewhere over on north dover and then just gonna no. meander through the woods and find his way over here uh, eventually i don't know no you speak of the devil <laughs> hey look the helicopter landed carlos is here he finally made it oh yay well how, how are you coming from that direction over there when parking is over there uh, we have microphones. So you, when you talk to us, you have to kind of talk into that for we can hear it. So, no, you. Oh, you went to the wrong gate. I told you, you got to go around that way and then go all the oh, way. Oh, here we around. go. Here we go. Hey, Skippy, the gate is closed. Okay. All Which gate? The one right over here is closed. That's not the one you come into. You got to go down that gate, go all the way around, and then park right there. The only sign I saw was radio, rodeo contestants and rodeo clowns. That's where you go. And you turn left. That's where <laughs> you, you go. You keep turning left. You keep turning left. You keep turning. And here hey. I am. And he he found my car, and he parked there, and he came in through that gate. Let's, That's just, what he let's did. just point out this part. Rodeo clown parked right there. The other clown parked way over there by North Dover Road. Well, that's because that's where they have all the paint. <laughs> Saturday, November 10th, 7th annual clay shoot coming up for unity in the community. These guys were out at G5 last Friday. They were cooking up some food, raising money for this dealio. It's going to be a good time had by all. If you'd like to go out and do it, all you have to do is go uh, visit unityinplantcity.org. You can find out more information about going out there and uh, shooting. You can go out as a single person. I think it's 100 bucks per adult. If it's a four-person team, it's 400 bucks. And after November 1st, it's $120 per adult, so it all it kind of goes up. So now's the time to get in there while the getting's good before the prices increase a little bit. And that money, believe it or not, raised by Unity in the community goes to a bunch of different organizations throughout Plant City. All that, some of it agriculture, some yes. of it FFA, some of it sponsoring kids, and all that kind of good stuff. Stuff that we like to endorse here. Uh, keeps kids out of trouble. One, gives them a little bit of responsibility. One thing I can say about that group is they will, they are, how, how's the best way to say this? They're equal opportunity offenders. So Okay. They like, they don't mind doing a fishing tournament or a clay tournament. There you or go. Or Whatever. So. I like it. Where's well, that smoke coming from? It smells delicious. Well, listen, there's a nice <sighs> there's a nice waft going on over here, but it's not food. Okay? <laughs> I'm just settle maybe, maybe down. I, maybe I need to get acclimated for a couple <laughs> minutes. Here. Settle down. <laughs> but, Wait, uh, that, we're in a livestock barn. What do you expect it to be? I, I smell like Tiffany's when I, you walk I in? Know, I don't know how I feel about eating a breakfast sandwich, to be honest with you. I, You'll I'm be fine. Torn, Dude, but here's the good part. You look at the breakfast sandwich, then you look over your shoulder and go, oh, so that's what it used to look like. Yeah. Oh. So yeah there you go. Agon, this is my ag in the classroom for you guys it's to like, say. It's there. like scratch and sniff, but you could eat it. That, that's, yeah. 
This is my. This is no, the, you the, could actually go. Do. You could yeah. scratch one while you eat it. This is the. This you is can my pick one a, and buy it later. Yeah. Yeah. This is my ag in the classroom experience for you guys that I could say, oh look, there's ham on that sandwich. Okay, look, there's ham right over right there. Over there. Oh, there's sausage right yeah. over there. Pick it out right yeah. there. Buy it. The Take chickens, it the chickens, the egg back there. You know. Well, I know when I drove in and saw all that, you know, open field and you know the the fog. I just pictured myself walking through that field with my thirty thirty. <laughs> Getting That's ready, Glenn. getting That's ready, Glenn. getting ready to lay down some carnage on yes. some wild hogs or something. You know? Well, yes. they're out there. Uh, oh no, there are a few around here. He and uh, Courtney out, of course, uh, muzzleloader uh, hunting this morning out on the on the uh, very special super secret lease. Hopefully, they'll do good this morning. But it's funny that you bring up the uh, food because one of my little items to talk about on the show this morning, as we all know, we in the outdoors know that Arby's likes to at least once a year uh do something special with their menu they did it again and you remember last year they yes. brought out the venison burger yes. or the venison sandwich which i think literally lasted they did for like about two weeks. 10 minutes oh no there were some stores that were literally sold out within yeah. within 30 oh yeah minutes. so okay, they were yeah. done and uh and they're only allotted so many per store so it's not like you can get more it's like your one and only opportunity to get one Take that, McDonald's, with your McRib. <laughs> I like the McRib. I still don't know what it's made out of, but it's it's delicious. McNothing. I think it's the animals. So this year, last year we had venison. This year, what do you think it is, Randy Peck? I think it's going to be pork, but who knows? Pork? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be uh, pork? What do you think, Carlos? Elk. Somebody, somebody shot an elk, I think. Ooh, be, oh, and it's going to go to Arby's all over the country? wasn't me. But. <laughs> that would be one heck of an elk. Jonathan, what's your pick? I was going to go with the uh, elk or a deer, a deer, another deer animal of some kind. All right, I'll ask uh, Double G, our producer out here, what's your, what's your guess? Gator. Gator? That would be a good guess. None of you were even close. Black buck? I can't believe with all the Black time. Buck. I can't believe all the time you spent down in Argentina shooting at the sky. You could ducks. Go, duck. Duck. They're oh, bringing man. duck. Oh man! How did you make that I, face? Have I, you not eaten a duck? They're delicious. I could have. I could have bought back some ducks, man. I shot 150 of those things. Wait a I'm minute. I'm telling you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait Is that a where minute. they went to Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in their pot Check luck. Your pocket, in see their, if in their pot luck, you know, crock pot. I don't know. Today, October 20th, is the day. They're adding duck to the menu in the form of a sandwich. It's a big duck breast sandwich. Oh, okay. The duck will be sourced out of the Maple Leaf Farms, a company specializing in the bird. And each duck breast will be cooked uh, souvide, souvide, souvide. What are, where's my brother, the uh, chef, when I need him? Uh, then seared and topped with a smoked cherry sauce and crispy onions. You could write anything on paper and he'll just spit it out. Nah, I just... The sandwich will cost six ninety nine, and customers will be able to get it in a sandwich meal for $8.99. I don't know. I like when I go to the Chinese food joint and it's uh, crispy duck. They make it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, I love it. Now, this is really funny. It says, however, it seems that many people will never get to try the duck as last year. Yeah. Sandwiches will be served very limited quantities with only 16 locations in the United States. And now how and smart let me is, guess, they're all up north again. How smart is this? These particular locations were chosen for a reason. According to the company, they, Arkansas. 
They are close to waterfowl migra- migration flyways. Mississippi. And have proximity to actual duck hunting locations. So if you don't get a duck for the day, you can always stop at an Arby's well, I need and a, get a sandwich on the way home. I need a list of those 16, so when I'm traveling around the country, maybe I get to go grab one and I'll take a picture while I eat it for you guys. As luck would have it, I have each and every location right here in of, my grubby little hand. Of course he does. Of course I do. Uh, but now here's the good part. Arby's also partnered up, partnered up with Ducks Unlimited. Oh, we're gonna get hey, share can I, that. Can I so the ducks say, ain't coming from Maple so, Farms. Hey, so can <laughs> I just say? Can I just say it? Can I please just say that it's nice to see a fast food chain that basically flips its nose at PETA and all the rest of them and says, "Guess what? <laughs> well, not be- only are we gonna cater to the hunters." We're going to serve what they kill here. But so, not, not only, how do you like that? But not <laughs> only that, they're donating, they're being, they're partnering up with Ducks Unlimited to assist in the organization's mission to conserve, restore, and manage wetlands and associated habitats for North American waterfowl. Bam. So, bam, in your face is right. Nice. Uh, a statement from one of their spokesmen said, many of our guests enjoy hunting. So we launched the It's Meat Seasons campaign a couple of years ago behind the venison sandwich. They and have the meats. As a note to our duck hunting guests, we are proud to offer this amazing seared duck breast sandwich to a limited number of markets within the major fowl flyways. And uh, the chief marketing officer said Arby's told Today Food in an email statement that this isn't the first time Arby's has rolled out a surprise new meat. Last year, the chain served, as we just said, uh, served venison for a limited time. And we'll continue to do so and support that. How did they do with their venison sandwich? Oh, it killed. Uh, it, dude, it was. Sold out quickly. It uh, killed, literally All over killed. the state. Yeah. Well, when we come back, I'll give you the location. So uh, if you're listening online, you have a chance to uh, run out today and maybe go on and to uh, pick up a sandwich in your area. And as Carlos suggested, if you do get one. Tag us. Dude, take a picture of it. Send it to us. We will, we will put it on our Facebook page for sure. All right, we are broadcasting live at the Hillsborough County Fair. Going to be out here until 10 o'clock. Swing by and see us if we get here early. We are brought to you by Brandon Ford and our great and fabulous friends who are out here today with a booth, the folks from G5 Feed and Outdoor. What? Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors <laughs> Out here broadcasting at the Hillsborough County Fair. Uh, our good friends out at Liberty Outdoors, they wanted to remind you. You remember you remember back in the day when buying a cooler used to be pretty easy? You know, you'd stop in at your local Eckert's and just get one of those cruddy foam things that would last about three hours somewhere and ended up in a garbage can, you know, by the time you got home. Yep. Uh, nowadays, you go in and you try to pick a cooler, and it's like, man, first off, you see the prices, and you're like, there's no way. Who buys these things? I mean, this is crazy. But I tell you, the folks out at Liberty Outdoors are uh, making buying a cooler so much easier. Uh, if you're confused by the options and all the prices and, of course, all the marketing claims, you know, everybody says they got the best. Well, Liberty Outdoor Coolers makes the process less confusing. They got that durable, roto-molded, awesome cooler that keeps ice longer, and they're built really tough. And, of course, they cost way less to all the similar coolers that you walk down every aisle and see. they got seven different models, lots of colors to choose from. And, of course, there's a Liberty Outdoor Cooler for everybody and your need for the outdoor world. If you need it for 
like Jonathan, bringing back a half of an elk and two mule deer. They got the big 110 with wheels. If you just need something for a picnic out for the day out there at Fort DeSoto, they got the little 20 quarter. And uh, it's a premium cooler, but you don't spend the premium dollars, so you get to keep your money. That's the good thing. And you can go find your perfect Liberty Outdoor Cooler today. All you got to do, go online, check it out. You'll see the full line of products, libertyoutdoors.us. And there you go. You'll look at it, pick out your colors. Or you can go and find out where your local dealer is and stop in there and buy it in the store. It's all pretty easy. Uh, We are broadcasting live out here at the Hillsborough County Fair. Uh, Carlos Lopez is out here with us this morning. We got Randy Pack, the uh, fishing star of Tenerock. Jonathan decided to stay out with us only because his daughter's got a cow in the show. And uh, I'm here because I just wanted to come out and feed the mosquitoes. Yeah, okay. And he did feed them. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? I was six for six. Everyone that landed on me sacrificed his life. Except for the one on the back of your neck where Where? you're itching so bad. I didn't get that. No, it got me on top of the head. That one I missed. Sucker. Oh. But, uh, no, Jonathan has a, a what is it, a steer, cow, bull, heifer. 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 Ava Ava has a heifer. Ava has a heifer. Jo- Jonathan has gone from. The dad from, bought. Yeah, Jonathan has gone from uh, exhibitor years, or shoot, exhibitor many, many years ago to now a parent of an exhibitor, God help me. So, yeah. The, the old competitive spirit might get fired up again today. I was just looking here. There's a sign that says, picture with an animal, $5 per picture, and we're yeah. sitting right by it. I just ate one. Yeah. Well, I'm just sitting here going, I wonder how many people are going to come up and give us 5 bucks and say, can I get a picture with there, the one with the beard? There, 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 there's a lot of things here that you cannot do at other fairs. Let me say it like that. Obviously, you can come get your picture taken with Carlos. That could, hey! be, that, that could be misconstrued. <clears throat> it could be. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good things you well, can uh, do. Thank okay? you. For, well, uh, Jeez, I'm freaking Pete's. Well, now that we just found out today that apparently <laughs> Glenn's going to be on his way up to Illinois here pretty soon. Carlos, what are your plans? I heard rumors. You know, I watch. I follow a friend of ours, Tony Caggiano, on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. If you don't know who Tony Casiano is, we've had him on the show many, many times. And uh, this man is a uh, international, uh, what should we call man it, of outfitter? Dynamo. A dynamo International outfitter. man of mystery. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he offers hunts. You can go to his website. You can go to his place, and he offers hunts. And uh, fishing. Fishing uh, down in Argentina. I think you go to. Which I'm going to help out. I New think Zealand. So, you know, <laughs> did looking, I see Did look. I see one where he was going over to Europe for something? I can't remember if yeah, I did or not. Yeah, yeah, yep. Suit a tar or something. No, I think, I don't, yeah, I think he went. He went to. Uh, I know he shot geese in like uh, Manitoba, England, or something like that. I, I don't. But the man goes everywhere. See the queen, or he is a queen. I don't know. One of those two. I don't know. Hey, you hang out with him more than we do. Well, well, you know, yeah, I was about to say. But got, now there I was, got a, hey, I got a picture. I got to show you later. I don't <laughs> want to see. But there was uh, there was a rumor floating around that you may be getting an opportunity to uh, go back down again. Is that true or not? It's a possibility. Yeah? What does yeah. Mama think? I don't, after the Queen comment, I don't know how far we're going to get with that, but well, that's okay. Yeah, that, now it's up in the air, but, you know. <laughs> He's talking right. about the band. Yeah. <laughs> so are you are you thinking maybe heading back down to Argentina? or What, what would you go for this time? Would it be Ducks and Doves again or what? No, it would be – I put my name in the hat when we were there. They had a drawing for a Dove Hunt in Cordoba. Oh, my gosh. Which has like 10 million or whatever doves, so – I'm hoping I get it because I, I think you could shoot. I, I think Stevie Wonder could shoot, you know, 
a couple hundred dubs you think, Stevie, dude, uh, point the just your anti-aircraft. Just point the gun in one direction and pull yeah. the trigger three times, yeah. and 50 are going to hit the ground. Yeah, I, I think mean, he, he'll have a blast over there. He won't see it, but he'll have a blast. Well, I know this much. I, I, you know, I've heard the rumors down there. I mean, you can you can melt the barrel of a Beretta down there in a day, pretty pretty much. Oh, they you, shoot a thousand easily. You, I mean, that's you, a lot of rounds. You know this. Well, you've probably heard the story, but the late great Mister Knapp that everybody used to love to watch shooting shot. Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom Knapp. Knapp. Uh, a mutual friend of ours was telling me a story when he worked with uh, Benelli. And they were maybe I think you've heard the story too because I think we've talked about it that when they debuted one of their new shotguns they said that Tom Knapp was down there and they said it looked like his show that he used to do throwing clays in the air and shooting them all out of the air and shooting behind his back and shooting behind his head and I mean just just stacking stuff up and the guy said that they literally you say melting barrels I think they said they stopped counting at six or eight. Six or eight shotguns, barrels that they had to replace. Well, one of the reasons why Benelli developed the inertia system that they came with their shotgun was because of uh, the dove hunting down south and the duck hunting down south in in South America because people that had gas-operated shotguns, they would would go through them. They'd get fouled. They they wouldn't eject shells anymore. I mean – that just tells the you shotgun. how many. The shotgun's tapping out. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want no more. But that just tells you how <laughs> many shells they're going through in a particular day. They'd get a new shotgun uh, probably halfway through the day and then use it for the rest of the day and then get a new one or clean one for the next day. And with the inertia one where you don't have the gas operation, you can mm-hmm. just boom, 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 boom. When the barrel looks like you're a blacksmith and you're about to pound it, You've been taking some shots. Let me tell you, when I was duck hunting, uh, when the guide left, <laughs> when the guide left to go get the truck, me and him had already shot, you know, close to our limit. And he was like, there's a couple left. I had still two boxes of shells. One was open. And me and the other guy started laying it down. And the barrels do get hot, let me tell you. Uh, you know, you can shoot 30 ducks in an outing. And your partner can also. So it's uh, and they they come in even with the dogs running to retrieve, the ducks are still <laughs> they're still pouring in. Well, you know, after seeing, you know, I mean, I've seen you shoot a couple of times and know that, you know, for thirty ducks, it's what three thousand rounds. So that's not so bad. That's why the barrel no, no, got hot. You heard his no. feelings. It wasn't no. thirty oh. shots, thirty ducks. It was like, th- what are we up to now? What no. is that? Twenty nine hundred and what? Okay. No, How many I, more <laughs> cases we got in the truck? <laughs> no, when I went shooting doves, then yeah, we went through a whole a whole case of of rounds, and the the barrel was hot. No, oh, you know, speaking of doves, uh, I, uh, Mr. John, uh, who usually runs the dove field down south, that me and the kids get to go to at least once a year. Uh, his wife came in and said, oh, you heard about the dove field this year? And I was like, no, I didn't. Cows got into all the millet and everything and, of course, mowed it all down. So there will be no dove field this year. Oh, man. They, they got in there, got through the fence. Darn cows. Cows got in there and did what cows do, ate everything. And so uh, it's been mowed down. And I said, well, you know, there's still doves flying down there. They're not going to be as thick, but uh, it might still be a possibility. But. I don't know. I haven't uh, decided if we're going to go down there and sit there all day going, yeah, Dad, there's really not anything for it. Doesn't it regrow? Uh, no. No? no once they, the stalk you, and once yeah. the top's up and everything and they eat all that, it's, it's, it's pretty much done. Pretty much done for the day. 
until next year. Yes. If any seed hits the ground, you have the possibility, but I'm not going to sit out in the field well, for and, a year. And of, course, and, of course, it all depends on, too, if the, the heads had a chance to That's mature, what I mean, so. top out and all that kind of good stuff. Are we talking over your head, Randy, Mr. Fisherman? You know nothing uh, about what we're talking about? I'm thinking that the cows are reseeding other places, you know. <laughs> Fertilize. Mean, that's fertilizer, Fertilize. You know, it's going to grow there might be There might be dove fields all over the They're, place now. They're all over yeah, that field yeah. this year. I know. That's flying what I'm everywhere. <laughs> you know, well, that's you, nature, man. That's the fertilize. recycle going that's, there. That's why man. they do it. But now you never answered the question. Do you think you're going to get to go or not? Down to uh, down um, South America. Trying to work, trying to work it out. If I win that, if I win that drawing, absolutely. Because everybody put their business cards in, you know, for a free trip. How so. many did you put in? Everyone. Had Don't look pocket. at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. I might have dropped two or three. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you got them, you might as well use them. I mean, who else are you going to hand them to while you're down there? Yeah. And uh, is are you gonna? Can you talk about maybe the hookup? Uh, maybe doing some stuff like that, where you get to go do that stuff. Oh, or they, not? They, they want me to do a little bit of something like a booking agent or something for them. You know? Dude, you'd be awesome at that. Well, you know, I could I could definitely tell the listeners how to go to these places. You want to go to a place? Look, people drop a thousand dollars for an iPhone. You could put money aside and take a nice trip, man. You're right. Treat yourself. Yep. We work hard, man. You think do about it. how much you waste every day just, just driving around and doing nothing. It's it's crazy, yeah. especially when you have kids. Anyway, uh. we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And, of course, our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stop in and see them today.